You're listening to Novel Bound, a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company. Each week, we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life. Welcome back to Novel Bound. I'm Anna. And I'm Celine. And today, we're going over realistic YA fiction with the wonderful Taylor. We love Taylor. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) um taylor is actually like one of my really good friends that has actually been my oh my gosh my assistant for like what two years now yeah something like that my life flood she's been helping me so much in my like wedding business that like when i came to her and i was like i want to start this podcast and it's gonna take a lot of work but like will you help me she was like one of the huge biggest advocates and has been really celebrating with us this whole time and she's actually a huge book nerd like she reads, I think more books than us. I'm pretty sure. And so we were like, why are you not on this podcast? So we are bringing her on today. Do you want to talk about yourself for like a minute? Like I would love for you to talk about you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that I read more than you guys, but, um, I, yeah, I love to read. I have a two-year-old and now that I'm more home more, I can like dive into my love of reading again. And I just am like, so obsessed with the Jenny Han sphere of like book reading so that's kind of where my safe spot is so I stay there and I read all those kinds of books but I am super excited to be on the podcast and talk with Celine and Anna I think they're just hilarious and so it's been fun to listen along with you guys in the podcast and laugh and then get called out on podcasts and just shake my head and be like oh my gosh you guys we definitely called you out on yes. this podcast before so oh, yeah. well it's great Okay, so let's talk about what books fit the description of a realistic YA read. Go for it. Taylor, you're going to have to describe it because this is, you You okay. talked about it for a second with the Jenny Han reads. So, or the Jenny Han, go ahead, explain realistic okay. fiction. So I feel like realistic fiction is any book that can just like make you feel like that could be me if I was a hottie in high school <laughs> or that could be me if I lived in this perfect world. But like Jenny Han perfectly captures, I feel like a perfect teenage world in that if I were a hot girl who these, these, these really, you know, these hot boys noticed me or the quiet one who everybody just wanted to get to know, that would be her writing. Um, Sarah Destin is super big in the YA world too. I feel like anything she writes, you just are like oh, yeah. immediately transported into that world. I don't know what you guys think about that, but. Oh yeah, I was definitely obsessed with Sarah Destin. I need to read some of her books. I haven't read them before. They're actually good. They're books I feel like you can only read in the summer. Oh my God. I agree with that. I love that. Reads. Send me recommendations. I guess we're going to literally have an episode about recommendations. <laughs> you don't need to send me them because we're going to talk about them right now. <laughs> I was like, send me some. Oh, right. The giant list of notes that we have. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So Sarah Dessen. Oh, I love that Anna, you wrote John Green is at the edge of this. Explain. He is. Because it's like, it's realistic YA fiction, but it's always stuff where like two teenagers, one with the day of the disease, he's going to die possibly at the end of the summer. What shenanigans mm-hmm. can they have to do and fall deeply in love? That's literally like all of his books. Someone's always but then like, it like totally destroys you, right? Like it just oh my totally gosh, like, yes. by the end of it, you're like, you're just like on your couch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <Falling>. Okay. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I remember texting my ex-boyfriend like, 
okay. And he was like, what? And I was like, like hey, you, you don't get it. You don't get it. And he was like, okay. <laughs> and then we broke up like three minutes later. It's fine. Like you're too much. How many ex-boyfriends do you have, Celine? <laughs> Let me just say, I didn't date anyone in high school. And then I was a hoe for a solid couple of years. She made up for it in college. I really did. In fact, I remember when there was a boy in Yuba City that Taylor doesn't even know about who we were hanging out and I just thought he was my best friend. And then we like, as we were hanging out, I like walked him out and he was like, are you going to kiss me? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, I thought that's like what you did. Cause you dated, he's like, you kiss all these boys in college. Why aren't you, whatever. And I was just in there like, no, no, like, like that would never oh my gosh the disrespect the, the disrespect. disrespect wow yeah but anyways it was super funny i was like i just had a lot of fun in college not too much fun but a lot that's of fun. fine that's yeah. what college is for really what happened though is i think i told you about this like the the dating experience with me is that i'm really cool and then they chase me i let them catch me and then i go leslie nope like full hi i'm here and about a month into the relationship they go holy crap this is a very intensive relationship immediately dumped me and then i have to listen to taylor swift for a solid week and pretend they don't exist and that's it that's fine so, you have all these fears that's why i have so many ex-boyfriends is because all of my relationships besides the one that i'm married to were like a month so <laughs> it was fun it's so funny it was great it was it was horrible actually i hated it <laughs> I was like, <laughs> a lot of like it was trauma. A great time. We were having so fun. Actually, I was crying in the club the whole. I hated it. It was <laughs> crying in the club, like <laughs> singular emoji. Just like, oh yeah, I had a lot of boyfriends in college. <laughs> like why? <laughs> the the tears down your cheek why. as you say it. <laughs> Insert all the angsty Celine videos, right? All it's, not that, it's not that I was. Uh, what is it? It's not that I was well liked. It's that I was well dumped. That's what it was. <laughs> That's why I have trust issues, Anna. That's why I text you all the time. Like, that's why Taylor, I pay her to be my friend. It's great. (laughs) No. (laughs) I know. And that's um, that's Celine on trust issues. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We just did a bonus episode for like our Patreon where we just went through like all of our embarrassing moments in high school. And so Anna, like to preface, like I showed a bunch of embarrassing videos of myself and then like Anna's so like, good. oh my gosh, my life is so embarrassing. Let me show you all these boys I did in high school are like flawless and tan red. But you know, like, oh my gosh, it was so embarrassing. I liked yeah. him so much. And, and he, he looks like a freaking me. model. <laughs> he was dating me. It was time. so embarrassing. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> like this is not how it went. <laughs> Anna, you are so cute. That's why, like, literally, I said they're just like, what is it like to be her sometimes? <laughs> I've never had a boy win me a big bear at a carnival, okay, I Anna? I don't know what it's like. I'm like, wow, it was so annoying. I can't believe he did that. He we spent so had, much money like, on It was me. so embarrassing when he handed me this giant bear. Because <laughs> I was in love with Kenny, not Christian. Christian we stalked Kenny. And I wanted it to be Kenny. But Kenny's Kenny still a hoe. Character. He's a man child. It's fine. That's fine. <laughs> he is. Kenny looks like one of the 12 apostles now. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to know what we're talking about <laughs> yes 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 that will eventually be on our patreon it's super funny so just look out for that 
you all know, we not only we not only share the secrets, we also show them exactly what they look like in their full names. <laughs> There's like no husbands on there. That's why we're not putting it out into the world because otherwise y'all could just send some letters to these people. Why did you break her heart? Yeah, yeah. Someone's, you like, someone's like sliding into Kenny's DMs, like, I really love that leopard print shirt. Like <laughs> They're like, hey, can you tell me where you got that from? <laughs> I can tell you're so sensitive. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Real fans would know. Like <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. <laughs> okay. You need to talk about the fact that when you were looking through all of your books, what happened? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I was just scrolling through Goodreads of all the books I could possibly talk about. And I was like, that's a Fallen Angel book. That's another Fallen Angel book. Fallen Angel book, but this time the girl's the Fallen Angel. I was like, guys, what was wrong with me? Why was I so obsessed with Fallen Angel books? I read too many of them. I need you to, like, tell me the trope of Fallen Angels because I know that there's a lot of people that read them, but I didn't, so tell me about them. Yeah, seriously. Yes. The trope is that, like, uh, this person, usually it's a guy, is a fallen angel, but, like, he's not a fallen angel because he's a bad guy. He's a fallen angel because of circumstances, and so he meets the main character, and he's obviously still a good guy, but he's a fallen angel, and he has beautiful white wings that are all feathery. And so she falls in love with him and he has to protect her, but he like has all these abilities. And so he's like, I'm a good fallen angel. You can like rely on me. And then, yeah. And then he like saves her in the world. And usually it's in some weird, unexplainable way that doesn't make any sense. And then at the end, end the, the author's like, crap, we need a plot. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, go. I know. <laughs> That's I seriously. I'm reading a fallen angel book where the guy was like, I fully intend to like go back to heaven and like do my duty and the girl's like but I love you and like don't you want to like be with me you know and he was like yes but no and then she's like but I'm still gonna be with you and I'm like no no yeah and so then yeah then it just is unresolved usually See, it resolves itself in an unknown way that makes no sense oh my gosh I just like couldn't get into it because one I'm afraid of birds so if anything having wings is like terrifying <laughs> to me I cannot get into it <laughs> And two, like, like I was saying earlier, that book that you recommended, I read and I was like, I don't know what it's about. The very like 50, last 50 pages wrapped it up. And I was like, it's not, I that's still, not it. I like, I even mentioned in that episode that I'm too scared to revisit that book because I don't think it can live up to what it was to like younger me. And I remember no, don't watching read it. the movie. If any of you guys saw this, I was like live reacting on Instagram. We need to make a highlight reel for that. That is the funniest thing you've ever like. One of the funniest things you've ever done. Like, I was like, Anna, <laughs> killing it. I know. I was like, what is happening? Why do I agree with the bad guy? Like, Daniel, who's the main character, he can't protect her. He's going to kill her. Why would you risk your life to be with a dumb guy when you could be with the other guy who's way hotter? And they have so many moments. And, like, the fog in the pool. Like, what? Yes. We're talking about Fallen, by the way. For no one with context yes. who's just listened to this. They are both talking about the movie and the book Fallen, right? Yes. I have seen because and read neither. Neither of them. Okay, well, I remember I was, like, scrolling on Instagram, and I saw Anna talking about it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay, if Anna likes suggesting it, it's got to be so good. So I was telling my sister about it. We bought it on Amazon. It came the next day. I was so excited. I was read, like, the first 20 pages, and I was like, Anna, you led me astray. <laughs> <laughs> and me into the deep, dark world no. of nothing. 
You were like, I'm sorry. I think that's when you added her immediately on Facebook or whatever. And you're like, I have to tell her. I have to tell her. Like, Anna, what have you done to me? No one reads volumes. This is not endorsed by us. (laughs) That's my biggest fear is like, I get worried about if we ever grew bigger and then people would send us books and then we are like, we read them, but like, we have to like say they're good or whatever. I would be like, yes. It's really good. Buy it. I don't know. I see a lot I of reviews on Goodreads who are like, I received this as like an ARC so that I leave a review and it's two stars. I hated this whole book. So I'm like, people do it. Yeah. True. As they should. Mm-hmm. I agree. I DNF that the book community loves and I'm so scared to talk about them. Yeah. Now that, I'm yeah like, same. now that I'm like entering the author world and now that I know how hard it is to get a book out into the world and to write it, I'm sitting there like, I'm so oh. sorry. I hated your book. Please, please, let's just be friends. At least me. we can do this. Like, I feel confident in being like, at least people know that we're real though. I'm like, because there's a couple books that we just haven't enjoyed that like just emotionally weren't it for us. Okay. And yeah. I was just, I'm calling you out, Celine. You do this all the time. You won't, you'll like DNF a book and you're like, I messaged the author about how much I love their book and they agreed to come on the podcast. I'm like, Celine, what are you doing? My favorite thing is Anna's like about to be like, oh yeah. And then we hated and I was like, Anna, shh, like we're, we're ice lover. <laughs> I was like, Anna, no, Anna, 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 they can't know. They can't know. To be fair, there was like this one book that we like totally talked about on the podcast, but then the author, which we talked about DNFing, it's in our DNF episode. Mm-hmm. And now like we... She, like, lives in our hometown. Like, she lives in my hometown, and I could interview her at any moment. And I was like, Anna, this is an opportunity. And she's like, Celine, you hated that book. And I was like, maybe I would like it if I read it again. She's like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> you literally couldn't. You made several jokes about how horrible it was. And I was like, <laughs> but she's friends with other authors. <laughs> and she's like, no, <laughs> don't, let, don't let that tempt you. Stay ethical. <laughs> Anna really hated Akatar. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just Lynn, how dare you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It wasn't Akatar. It wasn't Akatar. <laughs> it was a <kind> of glass. <laughs> what did you say? I said it was a kind of glass. <laughs> For legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. Anna loved Akatar. I really, I really promise she does. <laughs> several episodes about it. Why like that? No, no. <laughs> okay, let's get into realistic YA reads. Taylor has an amazing long list for us. So I only have That's two. all I read. But I might not even say any of them because you have so many. So why don't you start us off with your first Taylor, one? take us on a journey. Okay. Take us on a ride. I will. Buckle up, friends. It's about to get emotional. <laughs> Me and Anna have both been crying this entire time. True. <laughs> They're already ready. <laughs> Okay, I feel like we have to talk about the biggest book in the history of the world right now. It's To All the Boys. That series is just mm-hmm. huge. Everybody loves, yes, Chef's Kiss. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Jenny Han killed it. If you haven't heard about To All the Boys, it's one of the best series I've read in a long time. If you get like why realistic love stories. Yeah. You've been yes. heard about it. Get off. <laughs> um, Unsubscribe right books. now. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to just love, Peter K is here for you. He will just wrap you up in his big, strong arms and just mm-hmm. love you. Is yeah. that is uh, Peter K real in real life? That's my question. Uh, he's an idiot in real life. He's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like no seventeen or eighteen year old boy is like that in real life. 
sorry no it's like buff I don't think so and like understanding of everything and like gets her yeah and like says like the perfect things every time and it's just like Lara Jean I will love you forever and who you are but no no we don't need to go any further than we are right now because I don't want you to do something you're gonna regret I'm like mm, really no, I would never say that yeah thank you <laughs> I feel so bad for every girl in high school and for that exact reason if you know what I'm saying yeah oh um, yeah I'm literally like that is not how that stuff goes in high no. school I'm sure that I, like I wouldn't really know but I'm I'm pretty and the sure the problem is is we're all we read all these books when we're 16 year olds and we're like this is what it's gonna be like and then we have our like yep. first boyfriend and it's they're the worst I know and then I kind of feel bad it's like you put this pressure on the boys right to be like these fictional characters uh-huh. but at the same time I'm like can't you just like watch a romance book I mean watch a romance movie just once and like take notes please so this is the oh, perfect yeah. oh my gosh like the other night Tanner was like can you like tell me I'm really interested in then like just tell me about you and like these this podcast and these books and I was like sh- I went to my live my like shelf and I was like this is this one this is this one and I was like this one has the best kissing scene and he was like what and I was like no 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 it has it's fable fable has the best kissing scene we know and yeah. I was like he's like what no and I was like no they're underwater there's this whole thing and he was like what do you mean and I like read it and he just sat there he was like that made me feel things and I was like yes Tanner, <laughs> it makes it. you feel things <laughs> is this why you read so much that's awesome he was like whoa whoa and I was like yeah there's stuff like this in every book he's like what and I was like yeah babe that's why we read (laughs) it's better than drugs Jeremy (laughs) (laughs) so basically yeah to all the boys is one of my number ones um I guess I can read the back of the book so you guys can yeah know what's up to all the boys I've loved before, it's a story of Lara Jean who has never openly admitted to her crushes, but instead wrote each boy a letter about how she felt, sealed it, and hid it in a box under her bed. But one day, Lara Jean discovers that somehow her secret box of letters has been mailed, causing all her crushes from her past to confront her about the letters, her first kiss, the boy from summer camp, even her sister's ex-boyfriend, Josh. As she learns to deal with her past loves face-to-face, Lara Jean discovers that something good may come out of these letters after all. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't really feel like that's a great. I mean, it tells like about the story. I, know, but I don't feel like does, but like it's it's more than that. Don't it me. wouldn't pull me in, honestly. If I read that, I would not be like, oh my gosh, I have to read this. I don't know, but oh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. There, it's a yeah. fun read, and you can get through. Like, there's three books; they're all pretty small. You can get through them all. Like, they will like literally make you squeal yeah. in the middle of the night. They're perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Absolutely, um, I feel like they're really good. Like, feel good books. I like to read these kinds of books after I read like a thriller or something that's kind of heavy. Yeah. It's just like so uplifting, totally changes your mood. And then also I feel like these are one of the movies that are like better than the books, in my opinion. I feel yeah. like the movies are so good. The aesthetic the Wes Anderson throws to like, like so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I think Jenny Han was like a part of the casting and like the filming and stuff. So that's probably why it's so good. Cause it's like in her yes. brain. She also the, like beautiful, beautiful brain. For, like rep- like actual representation of like she's like no, no no don't whitewash my lead my lead literally is Korean like we're gonna keep yeah it. you know what I mean and I just yeah. really appreciate yeah. that like so much and I and I appreciate that Netflix let her have so much like creative control too. Mm-hmm. They did so, so basically. Much. I want like uh, yeah. what is it the actual characters to be together in real life the actors. Amen. Uh, but I love like I love what is it. What's her name? The main girl's name, not not like in the book, but the actor's not name. Laura Jean. Not Laura. Oh, I don't know what her name like is. I want her and her boyfriend are really cute too. But I'm like, but 
He plays a young Jack Sparrow. That's who her boyfriend is. Oh, really? Do you guys know that? No. No. Yeah. He's it. So, Lana Corder. That's the girl. That's the main character. Oh, yeah. And then you've got Noah Centineo. Her, I love Noah. She and her boyfriend, the young Jack Sparrow, they, like, wrote a song together and stuff. What? Oh, I've never heard cute. it. You need to go follow them on TikTok. They're so cute. Yes, I do. And they, like, they, like, make pasta and eat it together. And she's, she is Laura Jean. Like, to a T. Like, the, like, her I facial expressions I and the kind of things she does. <clears throat> I know. need you guys to talk to me about Pretty Little Liars. <gasps> Pretty Little Liars is so I never, good. I never read the series. I watched the first episode of, um of Pretty Little Liars and my mom walked in and she was like you can't watch this and I was like okay okay so then I never watched it or read the books but everyone in high school did so please so like I will give a disclaimer in that I tried to read the books after having started the show and I couldn't because the show was so good and so captivating and like the way that it, the story was told I was just like if this was real like in real life I would die like I would totally just be so mortified to be a part of the school and a part of their like inner yeah. circle I just couldn't I, it was too hard for me to go back and forth between the book and the show, but I think Anna said she's read them all. So I, read the books. I, I didn't read all the books because there's like 12 of them and I kind of gave up halfway through, but I watched most of the show. I gave up on the show because wow, the writer yeah. for that show just was not doing it justice. I actually read an interview she did where she was like, I never really had a clear picture in my head what the end was going to be, who A was going to be. I just wanted the, like the watchers and the viewers to be wrong. So, like, the viewers would be, like, like what? guessing, and she'd be, like, I'm going to change it just to prove them wrong. How crappy is that? But the books. Well, I will say, like, the ending of the show, I remember just being, like, wow. Like, I really feel like it ended the way it did because it was being highly talked about. And, like, it was a very controversial topic at the time. And mm-hmm. so a lot of people, like, she just did it to be, like, oh, yeah, like, we're still going to be, you know, like, politically on brand and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. It was wild. It's, yeah, like, Gossip so Girl. Like- that like I was like really. Mm. I know I agree with that. But Before the books were good ish. What yeah. I remember, like I, I, what they did in the books that they kept is that Allie was like this unknown, like mean girl, and they kept her a mean girl. Like she, I can't remember. She probably did get a redemption arc, but like the first couple of books, at least, was like on par with the show or like she was a mean girl who was just a cruel person who liked being mm-hmm. cruel like and that's what made her character so interesting mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah yeah a lot of the characters look different from their descriptions like emily i think was supposed to be blonde spencer's supposed to be blonde but like i get that they had to diversify the cast and i like that they well, did that which i don't hate about that yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like but- they did also a really good job with like the show if you were to watch it like it always kept you guessing which was cool yeah Mm-hmm. it always was kept you on the edge of your seat and there were some times where I'm like I can't watch this that night I'm too scared like you don't know what's gonna happen yeah. do you think That's I should so watch good. it is this like one of those shows that's like like I should watch it yes I really I like got it. sick of it but I don't know if you like you Didn't might they like start the like one nail different trend basically yes I'm pretty sure because that was like that's the intro I'm pretty yeah. sure they all like did that. I remember that because like one that's that sh- popular, the like yeah, and it's like all the nails are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked it, but I like Anna. I remember I didn't watch like the last two seasons of it because it felt very repetitive. It was always 
it was very procedural in that at the season finale you're like oh my gosh is this who a is and then the next season it was somebody else like it was just like it's always changing mm-hmm. yeah there's so many plot think, holes too who do you think that yeah it yeah. really was like if it was meant to be someone who do you think it would have been I remember, if I remember right in the books, spoilers, spoiler. this might not even be true, so possibly spoiler, the A, Allie had a twin sister who was in a psycho ward, like a- Yeah, that's who I think it would have been, too. A ward, and she was A. Yeah, that makes more sense. So but- that's what a lot of the guesses were for the show, too, because that's what they were leading up to, and then they, like, 180 changed, and was like, just kidding. It was kind of, though, I, I remember it right. I don't know that I- watched it it was different in the book like she's a twin brother but something happens there yeah you just have to watch it end of the story just watch yeah i know does vampire diaries count as realistic YA fiction <laughs> <laughs> fantasy it was hard for me to find books because i mostly read fantasy stuff yeah. yeah we okay we're ranking an entire episode on vampire diaries i have so much to say Oh my gosh, I love Vampire Diaries. You can come back, Taylor, and we will just talk about Vampire Did you read the books, Celine? Yes, all of them. Oh, yeah, they're so different from the show, but they're yeah. good. And we will- I include- didn't read the books, so I only uh, have the TV perspective. Yeah. Oh, the books. The books might not live up. I'm just going to say that right now. The books might not live up. They might, but they might not. The first book- Interesting. Of- like, the way Damon is written is how every author should write a redeemable villain. I'm just saying. Like, huh. it was beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. not even realistic fiction. We're moving on. It's fine. I think I'm gonna do a Sarah Desson book. I do read like all the it. books, and I was I was having a hard time figuring out. Tell also, me which one to get. I will put it on my library list right now. Do okay. It. I feel like you can only read Sarah Desson books in the summer. That's just yes. like a requirement for her books. But so the it's the one I chose is Along for the Ride. So the description isn't that like an OG? Like when when someone's like I'm pretty sure I read that one too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely an OG. Um. Okay. So here's the description. It's been so long since Auden slept at night. Ever since her parents' divorce, or since the fighting started, now she has the chance to spend a carefree summer with her dad and his new family in the charming beach town where they live. A job in clothes. A job in a clothes boutique introduces Auden to the world of girls, their talk, their friendship, their crushes. She missed out on all that, too busy being the perfect daughter to her demanding mother. Then she meets Eli, an intriguing loner and a fellow insomniac who becomes her guide to the nocturnal world of the town. Together they embark on parallel quests for Auden to experience the carefree teenage life she's been denied, for Eli to come to terms with the guilt he feels for the death of a friend. In her signature pitch-perfect style, Sarah Dustin explores the hearts of two lonely people learning learning to connect that's literally if i had to like pick a descriptor for all sarah Dessen books it would be that just pick a teenage girl who is lonely something traumatic has mm-hmm. happened to her a teenage boy who's a loner and an outsider and they come together and deal with their problems together that's literally all of her books but it's, it's great a similar interest right so the insomniac yeah. thing i think there's one about music like um yeah there's one about um yeah the music one that's the uh, just listen i was almost gonna do that yep. one okay yep. question have any of her books been made into movies i don't think so like that's surprising to me that's kind of like the, it's like nora roberts too i'm just like have any of like right do they all take place in the summer they mm. are mostly yeah 
And then, yes. It's or like, is, if it's not the summer, it's like beginning or school year. Yeah, yeah. So that way they have like a school event to go to. Mm-hmm. There's always something. Yeah. I really liked her books, but I feel like if you don't read them in the summertime and you have that like summertime feel, it just kind of like, why am I reading this as a 25 yeah, year old? You know? <laughs> That's yeah. so accurate. I'm sitting there like, yeah. why do you care? Or, or like, they're like yeah. talking about like studying for history. And I was like, just skip it. I literally am not here to like worry about history. Homework. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's literally, I think, a review that says, this is the perfect book for reading at the pool or the beach. One of my favorite summer feel books. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you have to read it in summertime. Cute. I like this one a lot because, like, obviously it's centered around, like, them. Like, she can be who she really needs to be at night. And so it's, like, like a couple quotes are, like, um, the the one – that was one of the things about the night. Stuff that would be weird in the bright light of day just wasn't so much once you passed a certain hour. It was, like, the dark evened it all out somehow. That's really cool. Like, it's kind of moody. I mean, they're all, all her books are moody, but this a little bit more moody than the others. I was going to say that one's a little bit more, it's just but like, it's so I good. Like, I understand this one. Yeah. She's, this it's got that, like. You guys know I like a moody dark. You live for it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, I guess it's my turn. But guys, I literally couldn't find any realistic fiction that I read besides when I was like, a teenager and I can't even remember anything besides Twilight so I'm going to talk about Dumplin <laughs> that's like oh my god I'm so sorry self-proclaimed fat girl Willow Dean Dixon dubbed Dumplin by her former beauty queen mom has always been at home in her own skin her thoughts on having the ultimate bikini body put a bikini on your body with all her with her all-american beauty best friend Ellen by her side things have always worked until Willow takes a job at Harpy's, the local fast food joint. There she meets private school Bo, a former, a hot former jock. Will isn't surprised to find herself attracted to Bo, but she is surprised when he seems to like her back. So instead of finding new heights of self-insurance in her relationship with Bo, Will starts to doubt herself. So she sets out to take back her confidence by doing the most horrifying thing she can imagine, entering the Miss Clover City beauty pageant, along with several other unlikely candidates to show the world that she deserves to be up there just as much as any Twiggy girl does. Along the way, she'll shock the hell out of Clover City and maybe herself most of all. Mm-hmm. With starry Texas nights, red candy suckers, Dolly Parton songs, and a wildly unforgettable heroine, Dumplin' is guaranteed to steal your heart. So I just Aww. think that this book is- I've never read that. I know that there's a movie on Netflix about it. Have you not yeah, seen Yeah, that's the only thing I know about it. I didn't watch it either, but- Oh, it's precious. It's like so good. I really, really love it. And I think it has a lot of like really fully developed characters. And I definitely think it's, I got my copy at Books A Million or whatever for like, I think $4. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're trying to pad up your bookshelf with like- some cheap like books that aren't like super out right now, I would get Dumplin'. It's really, really good. And I just like the way that like she's a full-blown character. There is a scene. I'm just going to like give like a small spoiler, but nothing. It's not like about like the plot. It's just like a scene that like I just want you to discover yourself. But where they go to um she's trying to figure out how to like do makeup and feel confident about herself. And they go to a drag bar where like a bunch of like drag queens and they're all I dressed up that. like Dolly Parton. And they have like this whole like scene of them like singing like like it's just fabulous, absolutely fabulous. Fabulous. Yes, it is. I love it. So I hated the book, the movie that Noah Centier, whatever his name is, did the one where it's like tall girl. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I hated that too. And then the other one. The one? No, I didn't hate that one. I hated the Sierra Burgess one. Sierra Burgess one sucked. Sierra Burgess one was terrible. It was so creepy. 
But Sierra Burgess was like gross. So this is like the yeah. opposite of that. If you're looking okay. for the movie, this is like what Sierra Burgess I thought would have had an attempt to be, and then like it was so yes. bad. This is like yeah. what okay. what I what I we went have... in from trying to get because like Sierra Burgess is like a bigger girl who's like falling in love, like yeah, insecure, like, well, yeah, genuinely just likes Will, and Will is beautiful. Like she's absolutely beautiful and incredible and wonderful. And there's like a lot of conversations about body image and her sister and like all these people are just like she just accepts herself. And there's a lot of character growth. I'm trying to think. Can Stop. we? Yeah. Can I talk a little bit about Sierra Burgess for like- Oh yeah, let's just go off. Go off, Anna. Go off. Well, here's like the really short premise is that Sierra Burgess is, in her own mind, she's like, I'm the girl, I'm like the weird girl in school who doesn't have a lot of friends. Blah, blah, blah. blah. intro. She's been in love with this guy who's played by Noah Centineo, obviously. He's hot. like everyone's boyfriend that entire summer. Everyone, every movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she gets his number or he texts her accidentally or something because he asks her this hot girl's number and he gives her, she gives him a fake number and ends up being Sierra's number. Yeah, it's like totally catfish. Yeah, she's pretending to be this other girl. And like she totally, they like are starting to have a fake relationship. And so he finds out that it's really Sierra and he's like, how could you lie to me? Like, that's horrible. Like, I thought I was talking to somebody else, which is horrible. And instead of being like, I'm so sorry for doing this. I never should. Like, I never, I should have thought of the consequences. Here's how I've grown. She makes a song about, like, I'm quirky and a sunflower. And he's like, you're right. I love you. And that's how it ends. And I'm like, no. Yeah. It's so like, weird. Hurts, hurts the girl. Like, honestly, I was cheering yeah. her. I think she was, like, the mean girl, but she, like, wasn't was, really but she mean. totally, but she was only a mean girl like, because she her mom was terrible. Redemption arc, and she had more fun things about her than the other, than the main the character. The main character. And she, yes. like, hurt her really bad. Like, in the middle of a giant football game, she she blasts uh, the the girl all over the speakers. Gets yeah. her, and then just, like, does she even really apologize? No. And then she gets the guy yes. at the end. And I'm She's just like, yeah, I stand by the fact that Sierra Burgess is the villain. I agree. And it was so creepy. You remember that car scene? The car scene is the creepiest part. Okay, so he's going in and he's thinking he's kissing this hot girl. And then he's like, close your eyes. And then Sierra walks up and this consent. Do you know what consent is? He thinks he's kissing another girl. So what intrigued me about this being the like nerdy historical person that i am is that this is actually a modern retelling of the 1897 play serrano de Burgenac, and it's like a beautiful story and they murdered it they stabbed it straight in the heart yeah they did got blood stained all over it and was like here go and what sucks is like i love the idea of justice for barb like that actress I was like yes oh, yeah let's I see know. representation let's see curvy girls you don't have to be you don't have to have a six-pack mm-hmm. in high school no loved by boys even <laughs> though everything yes. I've ever learned has not but like no instead they did us all dirty and made her the villain I know literally I like ugh. I, I like makes I, me so mad yeah. she just sings a song about how she's a sunflower and he's like you know what you're right I love you for who you are and I'm like you don't no. know even know her like you yeah. like she's lied to you everything you've had with her is a lie and you're just gonna accept that let's rewrite oh. the ending so basically after he takes her to whatever stupid dance that she was supposed to go to he he goes well that was great um i have no emotional feelings with you because you've lied to me so now i'm gonna go date a bunch of other people and then she yeah. sits alone yeah you need to do some self-reflecting sis go do some soul searching <laughs> yeah. or veronica you got a 10 for, for me, veronica babe. that's yeah. what i have to say just not a good one overall. Yeah. 
Sorry, that was not in our notes, but I had to talk about it because I think you and I yep. had a thought conversation about it like four years ago when it came out. Or I think we did. We you called me and I was at Universal Studios and you were like, "Hey, did you see this movie?" And I was like, "I did. Let's talk about it." <laughs> yeah, I just like they Noah Centineo was so hot. They're like, "Let's make a ton of movies with him, oh, no yeah. matter the quality." Yeah, literally, that's what happened. Because he's in another one about this dating app. Yeah. <laughs> that one's not bad. Yeah, I, I don't feel like that one's that. as bad. I read the book for that before it came. Really? Is yeah. the book good? It, the book is actually really good. Yeah, I really liked it. But it's the yeah. trope. Oh, we should talk about high school tropes. The trope of they're writing their college entrance exam essay. Yeah. And yeah. like, that's how it starts. It's like, I never expected that my life would change like this. And I'm just like, oh yeah. my gosh. No, you didn't? You really didn't? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. It's like, it's like the kissing booth where she's writing her essay. She's like, what's the most important thing to me? I want to have my dad's laughter and blah, 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 blah. My sister's like, that would not get you into college. No, it would <laughs> not. You want your dad's laughter? Well, I don't know what your dad's laughter sounds like, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Can you imagine being the person that is like reading these essays? I feel like you would have to be drunk. Being like, okay, um, so. What's this one about? Yeah, like. <laughs> He's got the like, best stuff. Sappy life. Like, yeah. even, yes. Oh, my gosh. My, the Thank English teacher that came on our podcast, uh, Janine, she's the best. She said that she would, she's like, oh, I would love to be the AP English essay, like, graders. Because they send you to Florida. You sit in a room all day. You drink wine. And you just, like, read people's Oh, my essays. gosh. That's amazing. Wow. That's what I imagine. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Remember when college, you were like, what am I going to get in? That's what I think I don't relate to in, in realistic fiction. Okay, Taylor, what other tropes are there? Um, the quiet girl and the popular boy. Always. Oh, like, I was never yes. quiet, so it never worked. I could never you know, work. like, oh my gosh, I, have this, like, I think this guy is so hot. He's never going to notice me. Oh, he's sitting behind me in class. I think he likes me. Like, not plain real. girl ordinary yep. girl and a hot guy takes notice of her and he's like you're beautiful to me yep yep That's I, the think, Edward trope. I think my high school was so small that like people literally like if you asked someone on a date it was like a very big deal because there was only 63 people in my graduating class oh, so, yeah. if you like i maybe that's why no one ever asked me to anything probably because i'm a psychotic person but like I literally was like why didn't anyone ever but not really a lot of people in my high school dated but if they did date they were like basically everyone viewed them as married they're like oh they are dating each other yeah that's like it and so like I think like no one casually dated in my high school because you were in four classes with them you know what I mean it's like you could mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. so yeah I don't even think there was only like three or four couples in my entire oh my gosh my apologies to everyone that just had to hear my phone ring. Okay, keep going. Um. Okay, I think I want to talk about Colleen Hoover and all the majestic that she is. Go, shine, Taylor. Okay. If you guys haven't read any Colleen Hoover books, this is your sign. Go check one out. Go buy one. You will thank me later. Um, the one that is probably all over TikTok right now, super popular, is It Ends With Us. And it's probably the best book that I've read by her in a long time I did not expect the ending it was just like <gasps> you fall in love with the characters and then there's this crazy twist at the end and you just don't know what to think or how to feel anymore because she is just an incredible author let me read the back of the book to you really quick and then I'll keep talking about it sometimes it is the one who loves you the most loves you who hurts you the most Lily wants oh excuse me Lily hasn't always had it easy but that's never stopped her from working hard for the life she wants 
She's come a long way from the small town in Maine where she grew up. She graduated from college, moved to Boston, and started her own business. So when she feels a spark for a gorgeous neurosurgeon named Ryle Kincaid, everything in Lily's life suddenly seems almost too good to be true. Ryle is assertive, stubborn, maybe even a little arrogant. He's also sensitive, brilliant, and has a total soft spot for Lily. And the way he looks in scrubs certainly doesn't hurt. Lily can't get him out of her head, but Ryle's complete aversion to relationships is disturbing. Even as Lily finds herself becoming the exception to his no dating rule, she can't help but wonder what made him that way in the first place. As questions about her new relationship overwhelm her, so do thoughts of Atlas Corrigan, her first love and a link to the past she felt left behind. He has, he was her kindred spirit, her protector. When Atlas suddenly reappears, everything Lily has built with Ryle is threatened. Okay, so I feel like total, we talked about, yeah, hot guy, super shy girl, um, and I just remember reading this book and being like, I love Ryle. Like, I don't know. Obviously, I can't see what he looks like, but I just like love his personality, love who he is. He just is super um, caring for Lily, but everybody else in his life, he kind of shuts out a little bit. Um, and so throughout the book, you follow the relationship and then Atlas comes back in and he's the boy she loved. Like that was her first love. Mm-hmm. And so she has all these letters from him and like all these really cool things. But um, I think that this book is another one that, I don't feel like it's super high school and being 25 now, like I still love it. And I could read it again in five years and still love it. It's one of those books that because uh-huh. the, um, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, okay. Um, it's because like the situations and like the things they talk about are so heavy and so adult almost, it makes it a book that I could reread over and over and over again. I love that. That's so sweet. Yeah. Okay, so whose team are you on? For this book? Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard because you love them both. And the way that the way that the author like develops the characters, it's so you just fall in love with both of them, even though one of them turns out to be not super great for the other one. Um so- I know. I think I like knowing knowing all the tea knowing everything I think I have to go spoiler spoiler yes spoiler knowing everything I'm not gonna say who's wrong in the situation nothing I'm just gonna say who I prefer Mm -hmm. and I prefer Lily okay which is so you prefer her to not be with anyone yeah to be on her own honestly that's how I felt about Nancy and Stranger Things I was literally like no why are you with Jonathan why are you with no I know like they're both super great in the book they're both incredible characters both have their you know pros and cons and whatnot but I feel like she just needs to be on her own for a little bit and do her own thing just because she has her own dark past she needs to do some soul searching sis go search I feel like you have to love yourself and like know who you are before you can just be in a relationship I think that dating in high school should just be fun and like go have a great absolutely like it's not like in in college like you have so many doors open to you just go experience that so in high school like you know get to know who you like and what you love to do and so that but also get to know yourself and you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah. for Me, sure and I feel like never had love in high school I'm like you don't need a man in high school to feel validated and beautiful it's fine <laughs> I feel like I'm the way a bunch of books like, that happens. <laughs> into all the boys though I feel like she perfectly portrays how high school dating should be. It shouldn't be serious. It should be like fun, do fun dates, mm-hmm. go dance together, blah, blah, whatever. But yeah. like, just have a good time. I love that. So that was one of my favorites. Awesome. I love that. 
Oh, Taylor, we're so glad you came on. I know. Thank you. Do you want to give fun. us the list so that if anybody else is listening to like this book, this thing, do you want to just read your list so that people can grab a yes. couple of other ones? Go ahead. Okay, so if you if you loved To All the Boys, definitely check out Jenny Han's other series um, that's being made into a movie soon. The Summer I Turned Pretty, that one is definitely a book that I read, or series, I should say, I read in like four days. It's so good. There's three books, so check those ones out. Um, in Five Years by Rebecca Searle, that one was really good. Totally an unexpected ending. And it's more of like, what did we call it, Anna? It's a genre between young adult new and adult. adult. New adult. Yeah, new adult. Yep, that one was really good. Um, when You Were Mine, also by Rebecca Searle, is really good. That one's more YA. If you're looking for a thriller, that's super good. The Good Girl's Guide to Murder by Holly Jackson is incredible. Totally keeps you guessing the whole time. Love that. And The Fault in Our Stars, of course. Always a good one. Yes. Direct me. Anna, do you have any other ones? No. If you're looking at my list and you see that I have the perks of being a wallflower, I was going to diss it so hard. So, <laughs> Wait, do it. <laughs> Just like really quick. So like, do you, do I even give the description? I feel oh. like everyone has had to read the perks of being a wallflower. Like it's a requirement mm-hmm. of being an angsty teen. You I watched it in 2011. Remember. It's fine. Move forward. Go. Yeah. It's been I just out feel- for like a decade. You're okay. Right. Charlie is like the definition of the trope of like, nobody understands me. And no. like, I just have problems with him be- and with the book because the book tries to touch on so many issues that like kids can come across, but it literally never goes in depth about any of them and they never really handle any of them. And Charlie as a main character just bugs me because he is like fooling around. He's in love with this one girl. I can't remember her name. And he's fooling around with another girl. And I'm like, dude, get it together. Like, anyways, and I just, yeah, I was just going to crap all over that book in more in-depth ways. But basically, I read that book and I was like, I never need to read, like, a contemporary It's just, I think that, (laughs) yes, I think that he's very Holden-esque in a lot of his ways. He just is that unreliable Mm -hmm. narrator. I think that's why it's hard sometimes for me to read, like, high school fiction because they are... First off, it triggers me because it reminds me of how ridiculously horrible, like, yeah. I was in high school, but also because there are so many lessons that they are learning at that point. I'm so glad they had books, like, they have books for that to teach us things, but, like, since I've already learned those lessons, I'm like, I don't want to go back there, and, yeah. yeah, I also feel like this True. is a younger version of 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, I totally agree. It's, it's very like they have the manic pixie dream girl and even i read the book and then i saw that there was a movie coming out and i freaking love emma watson but i was like i can't do it i'm sorry emma watson i can't watch the movie the one scene that they have of like them like in the moon roof like going yeah like, driving through the tunnel iconic. i just want to say from like it's an iconic scene i will say from that cinematography perspective i was like kiss thank you but besides <laughs> that throw it in the garbage Maybe yeah. I'm the only one. I never read the book, never watched the movie. So I have like nothing to say about that. I just never interested me. I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. Charlie's just a flat character who doesn't grow, in my opinion. And like, mm. he could have explored his problems in depth and he could have dealt with them and dealt with other characters. Sure. Anyways. He doesn't. This is our list of like, most of these books are fun, YA, yes. realistic reads. Make your heart swell. Too. Yeah, hurt you. the way that no. Anna hurt Taylor with the Fallen books. <laughs> don't don't sorry, read Fallen. It's I'm not. Sorry. It was I went so back and looked at the reviews, and they were so bad. 
the, like, the high tier of the one star that's like, I wish I could rate this zero stars. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. There. I was like, what am I doing to myself? <laughs> yeah. I love, I love reading Goodreads. I'm in the middle of that right now with the book, and I'm just sitting there like, does it get better? Does it get better? Don't ever do that, and then go on Goodreads because no, Goodreads yeah. just ruin it. I'll do that like, to myself. I don't finish so many books because I'm like, does it get better? And I go on Goodreads and they're like, this book is horrible, and I'm like, not worth my time. Yeah, <laughs> on to the next. Yes, one hundred percent. So funny. Yeah, Goodreads is not healthy. I, if I was an author, I would like never go on Goodreads ever. I know. Ever. Um. So when we do our Vampire Diaries episode, we need to talk about all your boy troubles, Celine, in your past life. Oh my gosh, I know. You mean the ones that you literally witness? Okay, here's the thing. Yes. Taylor lives in my hometown, and yep. her husband is like friends with all of my ex boyfriends. So it's super fun seeing it from the opposite perspective. And I hear it from Celine and I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally relate to you like as a girl. And then I hear my husband and I'm like, why are boys so weird? <laughs> Me and Chris are both going through it. <laughs> yes. Amen on that. Amen on that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Stay tuned for that episode. <laughs> we can't wait. It's coming. Come here about the drama, the real okay. FT. Goodbye guys. Uh, until next time. You guys are awesome. Bye. Thank you.